0: Welcome to the is our podcast. We take a moment to get away from the mindless scrolling to focus on enhancing our quality and experience of life through the four pillars, health, wealth, love, and fulfillment. I'm your host and mindset coach, C.J. Levy. And how many distractions have you experienced today? Have you ever stopped to really think about that? You may notice them when they're obvious, but have you really stopped and tracked each individual distraction you experienced in the day? If you really did that, how many do you think that is? when it comes to distractions, what is at stake here? Is it just our time and productivity or is there something more? Is there something much deeper that we're giving up? Well, according to a Zipier study, it takes an average of 23 minutes and 15 seconds to recover from a distraction at work. And for those of us who work in an office, they say 98% experience at least three to four per eight hour workday. So that means, at minimum, workers are losing over an hour each day just from distractions. Those are just people in the office. What about people who work from home? Because another study showed that beyond work in our life in general, most people come up against 30 to 60 distractions a day. And the study also found that each distraction pulls our attention away for 5 to 25 minutes, which quickly really adds up to an astronomical amount of time wasted or spent away from what you intended to do. So when I sat down to start working on this podcast, before I had chosen which topic I was going to do, I got absorbed in about 12 different things as I was trying to navigate to this page. First, I sat down and an email caught my eye, which sent me down a freaking rabbit hole and into some article. Then I got a call for a deal I'm working on for work. That took a couple of minutes. And I totally forgot what I was up to. I went back to my to-do list and I was like, oh, okay, yep, I'm supposed to work on this podcast. And then I was looking at my to-do list and I had a few things that I needed to reorganize on there. I spent a few minutes readjusting that, which then brought my eye to my website, which I had just made Made some changes on the previous night and so i was like oh i gotta go check and make sure that that stuff's working on the website And then there was a link on my website to social and I clicked to make sure that that was working. And then I started scrolling for a few minutes until I had to slap myself out of it and be like, all right, what are we doing here? Let's get down to business. So just like the article said, that took me probably 15 to 20 minutes worth of distractions just to get focused on working on this podcast. And I know that this stuff happens often. Maybe that sounds a little crazy to you. Maybe you're like, you know, I don't get pulled around that much. I'm pretty focused. I stay committed and consistent. Maybe you're one of them AI bots that's hyper-focused on one singular task and doesn't get sidetracked or maybe you listen to that and you're like hey welcome to my life buddy that's nothing I've got kids and dogs and health issues and whatever else you've got going on that might be desperately fighting for your attention All Right? so often we feel busy but what is actually getting done it's this flurry of activity but when you stop to actually ask what got done in the last say 30 minutes what was it maybe there's not much to show for it You seemed busy, but it was just a flurry of activity. As Warren Buffett said, busy is the new stupid. So when we really look at our day, often there's a few key actions that really matter, that really move the ball forward and add productive value to our day. So what are those for you? What's truly moving the ball forward? Are there one or two or three items that you can think of today that really substantially move things forward for you? Take working out, for instance. Maybe you're thinking "Well, oh yeah, I need to go to the gym. But what is all involved in that? There's thinking about going to the gym. There might be driving to the gym, making your shake, putting your clothes on, walking over to the weight rack, taking breaks after you're lifting. But the only part that is actually creating result is the time spent pushing the muscle, lifting the weight while the cardio is going up on the treadmill, while you're in the midst of a stretch. As Muhammad Ali said, I don't count my sit-ups. I only start counting when it starts hurting because they're the only ones that count. That's where the real productivity is. I'm not saying that all of those other things aren't necessary to get there. You got to put your clothes on. Unless you're at some type of foreign gym that I don't know about. You got to get yourself to the gym. There's no teleportation system yet for us. So often there are all these little tasks that are involved with getting to the actual moment that moves the ball forward. But that's where efficiency comes in, because when you really break it down, what are the key actions that move the ball forward? And then what are the supporting actions that are necessary to make it happen? And not getting those confused with distractions, because distractions come in all shapes and sizes. They're around us at any given time. So what is really at stake when it comes to our distractions? Is it our time? Is it our muscle growth or our endurance? Is it simply our productivity at work or our potential to make money? Well, if you look underneath the surface, I think that there's something much more that we're giving up here when we allow distractions to take away and steal our attention from what we originally set out to do. And that is, it's taking away from the life you are intentionally trying to live, the life that you truly want to be living. That is the juice, that it's actually changing who you are over time the very framework of who you are and what you stand for and what you determine to be the purpose of your life becomes altered. These distractions diminish our ability to achieve that thing that we believe we wanted to do in the first place. The very purpose of your life becomes altered. And maybe that sounds a little too grand and intense for you, but if you really slow down to think about it, distractions are redirecting your actions for a temporary amount of time, right? just a short period of time often. But now that time is directed into something that is not what you intentionally set out to do based on who you are and what you want or who you were and what you were going to do prior to the distraction. Because when you become taken away from that thing that you know is most important, you've shifted where your thinking exists as well. So now that opportunity for thought in that place and in that time is lost. Therefore, your neural pathways, your thought processes are being formed around whatever it is that distracted you versus that thing you originally set out to do. That action that you knew was important to becoming who you are and who you want to be. Because when we are in this distracted state, it's not like we're just being distracted in a blank state of mind. No, they have our captive attention. And that's creating this new script within our brain. It's rewriting who we are and what we think and what we think about. So you might just say, hey, you know, me just checking a couple text messages or getting distracted by one email. You know, it's not that big of a deal. And you're right. A couple here and a couple there is not going to make a noticeable change in the short run. But can you say with confidence that it will have no impact whatsoever? That every single little distraction, yeah, it's just one little distraction doesn't make a big deal. That just little one doesn't make a big deal. Can you say with 100% confidence that they have zero impact on you ever? Probably not. And more importantly, when you really add them all up together, you look at them over the course of a week or a month or a year or a decade. Now, it's impossible to deny that the diversion of your attention has not shifted your reality. So it's not just about productivity. It's about claiming ownership over who you are and who you want to become. It's not just about time lost. It's about the reformation of your mind and your perspective in life. So instead of building on what you intended to do, something or someone grabbed your inexpensive attention. When you're allowing simple distractions to take you, you're not putting much value on your attention. So it is inexpensive attention. Mine certainly was before beginning this podcast, a bunch of crazy distractions that were just small little things. Those won the value of my mind. Those won the value of my attention at that time because I wasn't guarding it and directing it towards what was truly productive and put me in the right position. And the number one game of marketing and advertising in this world is to direct your attention to something that someone wants to sell you. We got a lot of that going on in our world today. We got a lot of money going towards marketing and advertisement, which is all about stealing your attention away from something else and putting it on something that you're going to do. And I'm not saying every single time is a bad thing. There are good products out there. There are times that certain distractions take us in a better direction, but you have to guard your attention intentionally to make sure that your attention is not cheap. It is not cheaply for sale. Because this is what's at stake. It's who we are. It's our sense of identity, our personality, our character, and who we're becoming. Each action, no matter how subtle, does contribute to the greater sense of your life. Because slowly your actions compile to build the person that you are and that you're becoming. You say, okay, great. Yep, I get it. But what do I do about it? We are inundated with distractions. Well, when it comes to maintaining your focus on what's important to you, at its core, the key to overcoming distractions is effectively managing our environment. And to build a mindset that is powerful enough to increase your priorities on what really matters, which helps to diminish the power of these distractions and increases that sort of magnetic pull of what you really know you want to be doing and really should be doing. And oftentimes, I'm a lot better than what I just did this morning by really curating those two items, curating the mindset that is a powerful pull towards what you want to do and creating an environment where you're set up to do the things that you want without distractions. So for me, that should have been hitting my do not disturb, which I typically do in the morning. It should have been taking a few moments to get my head in the right space where I said, I'm going to be laser focused on exactly what I want to do until I am done. And then I can address the other things that are important. So for our tool of the day, just go out to buy my book, read the entire book, do every single tool in there, and apply all of them. Just kidding, obviously. It's too damn long for that or one tool of the day. And that shit ain't even on Prime, so it does take a minute to get to you, but actually people are getting about two days, which is great to see. Obviously, that's not the tool of the day, but the book is good for this. The subtitle is Finding Follow-Through and Fulfillment in the Dawn of Distraction and Disruption. It's really about building that mindset that pulls you towards the things that you want to do. But for our actual tool of the day, whether it's today, tomorrow, any time that you want to really check on your distractions, start by making a tally on a piece of paper in your phone, anything that steals your attention away. Just make a little tally and start to track it. Notice where they are. Notice when they come to you. So that's really stage one. It's about understanding where the distractions lie and becoming aware of how often they're impacting you. Because so That puts you in that position to start managing your environment, which is really stage one of getting distractions under check. And after that, if you find, wow, you know, geez, I'm getting distracted way more than I thought that I would. And I would say identify the top five distractions that you face and consider plans for how you're going to manage them, how you're going to mitigate them. And that is where the book can actually be very useful. It's all about dealing with these modern distractions through the implementation of a mindset that leads you not only to productive action, that also carries a sense of enjoyment and continuing to walk a path that's meaningful and fulfilling and true to who you are. And I think that that's where the book excels. With distractions, you may say, well, it's all about avoiding distractions. But it's really not. It's less about what you shouldn't be doing and more about how to create space in your mind and body for enjoyable and effective action than the things that you actually want to go do. So that's the crucial ingredient. It's actually enjoyable. Because anything that we're going to stick to over the long run, it's got to be something we actually want to do. So, all together, what do you think? What is really at stake for you when it comes to distractions? Is it time? Is it energy? Is it productivity? Is it money? Or is it deeper than that? Do each of these moments take away from the things that are most important to you, changing who you're becoming at a deep and personal level, shifting your direction and your trajectory in life? Well, I'll leave that one in your hands because that's all we got for today. It mean the world to me if you want to leave a rating and review or share this one with somebody that you thought might find value. More than anything, I appreciate you being here as always. You can fine-tune your mind on the Amazon link. I'll put it in the show notes. This is the Says Art Podcast, and thanks for going to have mine with me today.